Monday, everyone. I hope you had an amazing weekend. I hope you connected with your loved ones. I hope you went out and connected with nature. I hope you allowed the light of the sun to kiss your skin and just recharge in general. Thank you so much for being here another week. Thank you so much for giving me a little bit of your time and you know my hope as I have mentioned this multiple times is that anything that I talk about here is kind of like a little spark for you to uh, ignite some thoughts and some reflections in your own life Um, and with the hope that you know, those reflections can create a little more love, compassion, and empathy with ourselves and others. Um, and basically to expand and to grow, to allow our consciousness to really expand and to to be able to connect with each other at a deeper level and with ourselves, of course. So thank you again. And um, this week's quote is by Michael Jordan. The week's, The quote says, Some people want it to happen. Some wish it would happen. Others make it happen. And before getting into why this quote resonated with me this week, I wanted to mention something I talk about in one of the foundational lessons I have in my membership, The Way of the Heart. If you haven't heard me talk about the membership, you can find out more information on my website, nataliotalora.com, and that would be under the tab membership. You can learn more about the membership there, the topics that I cover, what content is shared, how it's shared, and all of that. So during the lesson on affirmations, which is one of those foundational lessons that I have in the membership, I talk about the beautiful gift we can give ourselves whenever we feel resistance to something, specifically a topic, right? We can, we can feel resistance to people, to ideas, to, to topics in general, to words, right? Um, because everything that we talk about or words, they carry energy. And whenever we feel that resistance uh, is a sign of stored energy energy that has encapsulated in our body and is working as a wall and bouncing energy back right so again like words carry energy the way that we speak our tone has energy our physical expression has energy and many times there's something about that energy that we have created a resistance to right and a lot of that has to do with um you know subconscious things that have stored in our in our unconscious um, and we have created a lot of these walls right we're trying to be safe in physics you'll find that the definition the definition of resistance is the opposition offered by a body or substance to the passage through it of a steady electric current right so to keep things simple Many times we have unconsciously, like I said, built some beliefs that have created resistance for electric currents to pass by us. And these electric currents can take the shape of ideas and topics, people, etc. So if we are not aware of these thoughts and beliefs, we have unconsciously created and lived by um we may lose an opportunity 
to grow, expand, and connect with these new experiences, right? These new electric currents. Electric, electricity, in a way, is information. And energy, in a way, is information, right? So anything that we are resisting, we are not allowing that information to flow through us, right? And there's something beautiful that we have as human beings since we, we have the freedom to choose what to hold on to, right? That could be, again, something physical or it could be ideas. And many times when we are not allowing even these energies, this electric current, these ideas, these topics to flow through us, we're just robbing ourselves from you know, the opportunity to experience something new, to have another option and to really put into practice that, that freedom that we have to choose. How do I feel about this topic, you know, and then make a decision. So why am I bringing this subject here um, with this quote? In a previous post, I talked about being part of a mentorship in which I was the student. And the mentorship itself was intended to identify blind spots and beliefs that we have unconsciously created. And that is something that we do daily, really. Um, we create unconscious beliefs and ideas, which is why it is so important to really pay attention to what we consume. So again, the mentorship itself was intended to, intended to identify these blind spots that we have unconsciously created and that have, that have kept us in loops and patterns that are ultimately keeping us stuck in specific areas of our life, right? So like that was really the intention of that mentorship that I took. But the main reason why I decided to join the mentorship to begin with was because in the description of the topics that we were going to learn about, the word manifestation kept coming up. And I personally felt a resistance to this word every time I heard someone talk about it. And I have read, I have watched, and I've even been part of many spiritual teachings that use manifestation as the center of the lessons. But for many reasons that I mean, I have slowly understood and I will share with you some of it here. This was a topic that always resulted in me rolling my eyes, right? Like I would hear the word manifestation and I was already just like resisting it. I was like rolling my eyes. I didn't really want to hear about it. And of course, when we resisted, when we are already kind of like defensive, we don't even allow that information to, to come through. We just have like our walls, which are basically those thoughts that come up immediately. And they're like, oh, this is BS or whatever, right? Like the, whatever way we have created these walls in whichever way our energy is bouncing, bouncing back, right? Or that energy is bouncing back. So as someone that, uh, that is always curious, you know, about new things and experiences, Whenever I feel resistance to something, I have learned that the best way to understand it is by diving deep into it. So if something makes me feel uncomfortable, most of the time I want to understand why and where this is coming from. And to at least, like I mentioned before, give myself the opportunity to learn more about it and then make a conscious decision on how I truly feel about that topic, person, or situation. I think it is important 
very important to make that distinction. It's like our consciousness, what really makes a difference here. If we are consciously aware of the things that we are resisting or consciously um, aware of the things that we're consuming to allow them to come into us and build that data in our unconscious, it's a whole different thing versus not really realizing that we are resisting things not really realizing that we are consuming things that are going to end up creating the way that we see the world and so on. So the word consciously uh, deciding on how I truly feel about a topic is really what is important here to recognize that it makes a huge difference in the way that we approach life. So with all of that, I decided to join the mentorship because manifestation made me uncomfortable And it was the forefront of the topic of the program. So I was like, okay, I'm ready to face you. Like, what is it about you that I don't like? So um, I never actually mentioned this to my mentor until the last session of the program. It It was actually really interesting to see how it all unfolded. And really, this is why this quote made me think of this experience. So for the longest time, I had been wanting to create something that made a difference in people's lives, like this podcast or like the membership that I now have. And I had given this idea and thought countless hours of my life, but I never truly took action on it, except during 2019. But, you know, it was a short period. And that is for another episode, another story. So... When the mentorship started, the first question that my mentor asked was, what is your goal and ultimate intention with this program? What do you want to bring to life? And really, my goal was all over the place. I wanted to create more classes for the stationary world. I wanted to create a class to help people, but I didn't really know how and what topic. And, you know, I wanted to expand my business meaning like I wanted to make more sales. And the reason really why I was thinking more in this terms of like, I want to make more sales, I want to expand my business, how can I grow my business was because the program, the name of the program was Expansive Entrepreneur. So to me, it was like the perfect combination of like, oh, okay, how can I expand my awareness, my consciousness and make more sales, right? That was intent, that was really where my my head was going so around week two of the program um, and the program was eight weeks long I had the realization that I had been hiding a part of me that has carried me every single day and almost every single minute of my life spirituality I realized that there was some type of belief in my unconscious that thought that Letting this spiritual side of me shine meant rejection from those around me. And, you know, many times we, I mean, at least this has been my experience. uh, Many times I'm not truly sure where this belief came from. You know, a lot of people when they find like a belief that they have worked with, you know, that usually a limiting belief, they they can pinpoint or they have memories, they have flashback of when someone said something to them and whatnot that maybe created this belief. In my personal experience, 
I am not sure. You know, I, I, I do think that a lot of our limiting beliefs come from judgment, like what we have judged before. But I think judgment comes actually after we have created a belief, right? Um, so anyways, I, <laughs> I can make this a little too complicated and I don't want to get too far from the topic. But to me, again, I'm not sure exactly how I created this belief. I don't know where it came from, but I had it. And I was able to recognize it with this program. And in week two, it was like so obvious. Like I had this, this thought of, or like this memories, not necessarily of when I created the belief, but when I have stopped my myself from expressing this spiritual side of me so like I don't know many times when I'm talking to my friends or when I'm talking to my family or when I'm talking to my husband and I have this impulse of saying something that is rather spiritual and then in my head I'm like they're just not gonna get it they're not gonna understand it I better just be just keep it to myself right I it's always that that phrase keep it to yourself And that has been my cue. Like whenever I'm saying that to myself, like keep it to yourself, I know this is coming from a limiting belief because it's a pattern that I have recognized on myself, right? I'm sharing this with you. Um, It was not part of like what I had really um, thought about sharing, but you know, it it may be helpful if you do notice yourself saying things like that multiple times. Notice the pattern and notice where that could be attached to so anyway so I realized that I had that limiting belief so at that point I decided to ditch the goal that I had initially uh, to come you know to bring to life with the with the program and I was just really curious to find out more about this spiritual side of me So around week four, I had a clear idea of what I wanted to do. I wanted to create a membership in which I could share with others the practices that I had been using up to that point to sustain the spiritual side that I had slowly, you know, started to accept, you know, that it was a huge part of who I was. Um, you know, this was in the program, this was around week four, where I was like, okay, I can actually share with people what I've been doing for the past, you know, six plus years that has, you know, carried this spiritual side of myself, but I never really saw it as something big, even though it was a huge part of my life. And this is why like these blind spots that we have are like so funny when we do actually see them. And it's like, how didn't I see that? Like this was my every day, every single day I was having these practices, every single day I was meditating, every single day I was journaling, I was doing affirmations, I was doing many more things to keep me connected with the spiritual side of me. And yet I didn't see it as being something big, right? So anyway, so around week eight, um, I had the last session, sorry, so on week eight, I had the last session with my mentor And it was only during the last call, during this session, that I remember the whole reason why I had initially decided to join the mentorship. So I went on to explain to her that I kept hearing a lot about manifestation as this idea in which the person only connects with an intention and the desire and things kind of like magically happen, right? 
And not only I had tried this method before with not, no success, but it also seemed to be a way in which I was left feeling more inadequate to achieve my dreams, right? Because I was doing what they said. I mean, I do want to say, and, and I may say this after, I think it's all because of the way that I was interpreting you know, I, I'm not saying that everyone is delivering the message of manifestation right or wrong. It at the end of the day is all about perception. But this is definitely the way that I was perceiving it. I was perceiving it as this idea of like, you know, be intentional of your desire, like really think about what you desire, your intention, and then that is kind of like magically going to happen, right? So to me, that was kind of like, what? So as I was talking to my mentor about this, I actually realized that during the process of the program, of the eight-week program, I had experienced what manifestation truly meant. In the bigger picture as to why I joined the program, meaning the intention that I had joining the program was to learn more about myself, right? Because really the reason why I decided to pay for that program was because I was so uncomfortable with the word manifestation that I wanted to learn more about me, right? So when I was in the program, I was like, okay, so what's my goal, right? I want more sales. I want blah, blah, blah. But really what led me to the moment of me actually committing to that was I want to learn more about myself because this word really makes me uncomfortable. So really, I used the resistance to this word as a conduit to learn more about myself. I took action and I joined the mentorship, right? So as the program progressed, um, other dreams started to align with that initial intention. And as a result, I created the mentorship, the way of the heart, right? So like, again, the first thing was in the first week and second week, I realized, you know, oh, shoot, you know, actually, I, I have this side of me that I have been hiding. I want to learn more about that. That was in alignment with that initial inten intention of, of joining um, the program. And then because I was able to see that and to really open myself up to that, then more ideas started to come in, right? Like that other intention that I had at some point that was like, let I want to create something that can impact others. Then that idea of like, oh, a mentorship actually seems like, sorry, a, me a membership actually seems like a good idea, right? So that was like around week four or five. So really in the whole process, things started to evolve, but it was just up until the last week that I realized that I understood how this whole thing about manifesting worked, right? So to th make things even more clear, most of the teachings I had come across with manifestation centered in the idea that if you have an intention, you focus on it, visualize it, and you effortlessly make it a reality, right? And that I had an issue with, issue with because in my linear perspective, and my opinion, there was always a huge step missing. Where is the action, right? I mean, as someone that has been a doer for years, I assumed that, you know, those actions involved are those hours of labor, right? Like I had to really put in the work. Like that was the action. And I was missing that part every time that I heard, you know, visualize it and connect with it and intend it. And then that's going to, you know, happen. So 
what I never really considered was that action comes in many shapes and forms. I never in a million years I would have thought that my intention to learn more about myself was going to effortlessly stimulate an action to join a mentorship that was going to uncover many blind spots that were holding me back into realizing my dreams and desires and that today are a reality like this podcast and like the membership right so to me it was so beautiful also to see that the initial intention was to learn more about myself but also the conduit to that was that resistance that I had with that word and then at the end not only like the intention of the whole thing was kind of like it, it actually manifested, right? It actually came to reality. The intention of learning more about myself, check. <laughs> I got that. I learned a huge part of it, right? Like something that I was hiding, something that I was, something that I wanted to do and so on. I got answers to why I was feeling that resistance to the word manifestation, right? So... I, I got all of my answers and also at the end of the day, I used the mentorship as the way that the creator of the mentorship intended it to be an expansive entrepreneur because really what that really did was to realign myself with like where my soul really wanted to go, right? I had a very vague idea. I knew I wanted to create something, but I didn't really know how. And obviously the way that I had been approaching it didn't really work because I was still with the idea of like, oh, let's create more stationary classes so that I can have more sales. So it was like all just like a beautiful moment where everything kind of like realigned for me. So this is why I wanted to, I thought, you know, about this quote, um, some people want it to happen, some wish it would happen, others make it happen. And I think many times when we read quotes like that, they really connect more with that idea that I initially had of like action, just like really hard work, put all of your effort and energy into it. And yes, you could do that, but you could do it from a side that is just like a lot more effortless and a lot more aligned with like, what, what is it that I'm looking for? And I think, again, coming back to what I said at the beginning, this is what these topics and these ideas that we resist can give us that's the huge gift that they can give us because this is not the first time that this happens to me that something that I resist is that thing that actually opens up doors to things that I never even expected I mean to give you just like a very simple uh, thing when I first started dating my husband I had this resistance of dating uh, guys that were American and the same thing happened to him, actually. He had this resistance to dating uh, Latin women. And here we are, eight years later, later, married. And, you know, we love each other. And we have learned so much about each other. And who would have known that that thing that we resisted was the one thing that really was going to open up huge doors for both of us. So my question for you today is, what do you think it would happen if you allow yourself to be curious about those things that you resist? 
I really hope that, um, you know, this experience that I had can show you the many ways in which we are creating our own blind spots, the many ways in which we have so many different doors in front of us and we are just not will like curious enough, I guess. I'm not even going to say willingly, but I'm curious enough to open them up. At the end of the day, I think this is really important to remember that we, at the end of the day, we do have the freedom to say, I still don't like this. And hopefully at some point it'll all come around and we will understand exactly why we don't like it. But I think it is important for us to allow ourselves to have this open mind and open heart to listen to those things and to be curious about things that we are not necessarily resonating with. Allow ourselves to learn more about that and then make that conscious choice of this still not really sitting well with me or, oh shit, (laughs) I had no idea I was not even seeing this side of things. Because again, it's in that journey of learning more and allowing it to kind of like flow through us that we can learn so many more things about ourselves and about other things that we're really not able to see right now. So I really hope that this gives you a little food for thought, that maybe it sparks a little curiosity within you with things that perhaps you have been noticing that you're resisting. And with that, um, I don't want to make this any longer. So I hope you have a beautiful week. And remember, if you have any questions about more of the things that I've been creating, my membership, uh, my blog, and more things that I, I am working on, you can always find out more on my website, nataliotalora.com. And thank you so much. I would love if you can share this podcast with people that you think may um you know, want to listen to it, people that are, you know, in the middle of transitions, people that are looking to find more about themselves, to give them themselves more love. Um, I would love if you can share with others so that, you know, we can connect more. So thank you so much again for your time. I love you so much. I'll see you here next week. Better together.